Blog Talk Radio. Hello, it's 3 p.m. on April 17th, 2017, and you are listening to Journey into Passion with me, Anika S., on Everyday Folks Radio. Welcome to my 32nd show. I hope you had a great Easter weekend. Welcome to what I always hope will be an hour of inspiration and encouragement for all of us as we continue on our journeys towards our passions. Each show, I hope that you were able to learn something new and hear something uplifting. I also hope that you will hear something that will change the way you normally do things so that you will take your journey to the next level. This month's series is Inspiration, and I have some inspirational posts on my Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash journey into passion with an EKS, and we'll continue to have more posts throughout the month. If you would like to hear BJ Speaks with Dr. Billy Jones or the ladies of Keeping Up With K-Pop, please visit our show lineup at www.blogtalk.com slash everydayfolksradio, and you can tune in to the show that you want to hear. Thank you for your continued support for all of our shows. And now for my grateful moment. I'm happy to have my special guest today. Because of our phone conversation, I knew that she was a perfect person for my inspiration series, and it is incredible to know just how much we have in common. Today, I have international best-selling author, speaker, lifestyle coach, business consultant, Roseanne Reed. This self-proclaimed dreams inspirationalist comes from the beautiful island of Jamaica. She also coaches purpose-vision, I'm sorry, I'm going to say that again, purpose-driven individuals to purpose and monetize their dreams. The CEO and founder of Be Free, that's B-E-E, F-R-E-E, marketing company, and the Dreamers Marketplace has over 16 years of international business management experience and believes in helping you achieve, and I quote, your biggest dreams and live your highest potential in balance and abundance. If you are a dreamer who is looking to realize your dreams, this is the show for you. If you have any questions or comments for Roseanne or myself, please call 347 539-5372. And if you're on the call now, all you have to do is press 1 to let me know that you are ready to ask your question or make your comment. And of course, when you call in, make sure you press that number 1. And now I would like to welcome Roseanne to the show. Welcome to the show, Roseanne. Thank you, Anika. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming on. And I know, you, I know you're probably very busy because tomorrow you have a speaking engagement, so we're going to drive right in. Now, when I oh, saw yes. your page, the Dreamer, <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, when I saw the dream, your, your Facebook page, the Dreamers Marketplace, and then I spoke to you on the phone, like I was saying earlier, I just knew that you would be a perfect fit for this series. And as a dreamer mm-hmm. of myself, my, myself, pursuing my own dreams, I was excited to talk to you. So let's first do what I always like to do first is get to know you. So tell our listeners mm-hmm. where you're from and your educational background. Okay, so I am born and raised in Jamaica, West Indies, on the beautiful island of Jamaica, West Indies, and 
my background is in business management. So that's the area that I'm qualified in and that I have worked in for the first 14 years of my corporate career before I started my own business. Okay. All right. Excellent. And tell me about the culture of uh, business in Jamaica when it comes to entrepreneurship. Do you see that a lot? Yes, there is a lot of entrepreneurship. The Jamaican typically tends to be um, a high achiever. They tend to, you know, go against all odds to try to achieve their goals and dreams. And so typically you will find that most people, even if they don't really have an official business, they'll be doing entrepreneurship in some way, shape, or form because they may be just, you know, buying and selling Um a lot of persons in the area where you're from would know, you know, the term um, higla because a lot of people will travel and buy and sell stuff to make money and to, to survive and sustain themselves. And so entrepreneurship is something that is very prevalent in Jamaica in a, in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways we have it um, not legitimately, like, you know, I would say just the ordinary man on the side of the street selling juice and stuff like mm-hmm. that. On and then we also have the more official businesses where people have their businesses registered, like my own and some of the clients that I serve here and actually are focused on pursuing entrepreneurship in the global marketplace as well as the local marketplace. So it's something that's very popular. Um my father had his own business, had two businesses from I knew myself. So from a little toddler I grew up playing on my father's office floor for the times that my mother had to be there with us. So it is something that's very prevalent, and I wasn't the only one. Most of my friends in prep school um, also had parents who had their own businesses as well. So it is something that is very prevalent in Jamaica. And how did you get started as a lifestyle coach and business consultant? Okay, so in 2014, while being in my uh, my highest paid job, I found myself um, still not happy, still with a hole in my heart. Um, even though I was able to afford certain things that I had never been able to afford in my life, um, I still found myself unhappy. And I sat at my desk one day. I had a senior management position um, at that job. I was promoted to that senior management position within three months of starting my employ at that, sorry, less than three months of starting my employ at that particular place. So I'd achieved a lot. Um, I think this was probably the best position I'd had in my 14 years. And so it would be a place where most people are comfortable because now you have a senior management position. You're coming into your bank account is the most money you have ever seen in any one month. Um, and you should be, you know, satisfied with where you are. And I found myself still wondering what was missing. There was something that was missing, and I didn't know what it was. And so um, I remember saying to myself, what is wrong? And I went to seeking, soul-searching, prayer, um, to see what I was missing because why was it that I was now able to achieve a lot of things that I thought I would never have been able to achieve financially, but still not happy? And when I went on that soul speaking and started to go back into myself, I went back to my childhood and looked at you know things that I had neglected as a result of striving to get money. 
I realized that my purpose was neglected and really my call and what came natural to me. And so on analysis of a lot of persons who have been successful, you will realize that most persons are usually the most wealthy when they are happy doing what they do. So even though I loved business and I still love business, I wasn't happy because it wasn't entirely what I wanted to do because the purpose side of my business that I have now, I didn't have then. I wasn't able to help people. Like naturally, I'm a mentor. I'm a coach. I help people Mm -hmm. how to do the best that they can with their lives. That's what comes naturally to me. So typically you will find finance coaches will ask you when they they are – asking, trying to help you to get streamlined with how your wealth patterns and mindset is formed, they will ask you, what is the first thing that comes easily to you, which you would do day in and day out if money was not an issue? And Mm -hmm. for me, one of those things that came naturally to me without even thinking about it was mentoring, coaching, and counseling others. And so that's actually how I came to the lifestyle coach part. Um, the coaching and mentoring part was a natural for me. I developed the nickname counselor at church and with my friends. Everybody who had their problems would call me because I could always deal with the difficult situations as opposed to others who could not. And then the lifestyle part now, which is focusing on the health and wellness and doing things in balance, was as a result of the fact that I suffered many sicknesses growing up because of the stress and trauma that I suffered because of child abuse, and stuff like that. Um, all of the stress that was on my body made me sick all the time. I lived at the mm-hmm. doctor, I lived at the hospital, and all of that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I searched for natural remedies to help me with my illnesses. And mm-hmm. searching for those natural remedies and to find back and get back the peace was actually what helped me to get back my balance and become who I am today, to become more peaceful and not to be sick every minute. And so that's when I realized that really true wealth is not just about the money, but it's about having the peace of mind and the strength to be able to pursue your passions and your purpose. Because we can pursue our passions and our purpose and make money but still not be able to enjoy it because we don't have any balance and we don't, we're not healthy. So what's the sense yeah. of having all of this money, having all of this luxury, but I can't enjoy it because my body is breaking down every minute. I have to be stopping working or my family is disgruntled with me because I don't spend enough time, my spouse or whatever. So that's why I ended up being a lifestyle coach and not just a life coach per se because really – when it comes down to wealth or lifestyle is what determines whether we keep it or lose it or consistently maintain sustainable financial income. Absolutely. Now, you also um, are a, you're a self-proclaimed dream inspirationalist. I thought that was so interesting. So tell us more about that title. Okay, the dream inspirationalist really comes from the fact that um, one of the biggest things that I use to escape the issues that I was having um, in the child, as I mentioned, the childhood abuse earlier in terms of becoming a lifestyle coach, one of the biggest issues mm-hmm. I had was that in becoming a lifestyle, sorry, 
in trying to overcome the childhood issues, what would happen is that I would dream, just daydream, dream of traveling to Australia, of going on an exotic cruise and stuff like that. I would just dream of someday coming out of the negative situation, of someday not being in a house where there was quarreling every day. Um, I read a lot, and I read a lot of novels and romance novels, and I would dream of Prince Charming coming and taking me away. And You know, just, just as a child, you just imagine yourself out of the situation. So imagine yourself being the opposite of what you wanted to achieve. Um, I imagine myself where so we struggled a lot. We couldn't find food to eat um, and things like that. Our family was a middle-class family here in Jamaica, and my father, was. his businesses were always struggling, um, always, um, I would say, you're failing financially and stuff like that. And so there was a lot of lack, a lot of struggle, no love in the home. And um, if persons read my life story in From Pain to Purpose to Exodus, they will get to can see more details on that. But dreaming is what helped me to achieve my goals. Because because I imagined that I could, I did. And everything mm. I would imagine or daydream about happened in my life. I would dream, I would imagine it so much so vividly that it became a part of me. That the dream of being somebody else consumed me to the utmost that I achieved it. Not even reading books like Think and Grow Rich and things like these that would help to inspire to do that. I hadn't read some of those books yet. I hadn't come across some of those books. But there was just always just this, um, this, this wanting to actually achieve or live in a better lifestyle than I was. They used to say I was too ambitious. But I always believed that there was better. I saw better, and so I believed that even though we didn't have better, there could be better. And so that's how the Dream Inspirationalist came, because I developed a strategy to be able to use my dreams to get me out of the negative situations that I had in my life. And when I grew up now and became a businesswoman, I realized that everything that I dreamed of being as a child, I had achieved it in adulthood. And so I started, other persons started to come to me to say, because I was always doing business, you know, from I was in high school coming up, I was always doing business. And so because I was always doing things that other people didn't do, other persons would come to me for advice. Um, This is before I was a coach or a business consultant or anything. People would always Mm -hmm. come and say, Rosanne, what would you suggest? Um, How do you... um, help me to come out of this situation and what would you suggest I do here to make money? Um, and so because of that, I realized that, okay, now something is here. If, and if you notice, most persons who are wealthy will tell you that it is possible to achieve your dreams, right, and to focus yes. on dreams because, like, um, I know um, Tyler Perry has his place, the name of his place is A Place Where Dreams Believe. Napoleon Hill will tell you that imagination is the power of all success because it's in those places, it's in your dreams. Napoleon Hill has a quote that says, cherish and nurture the dreams because the dreams is the place where you actually will succeed. And so that is actually how I focus on becoming a dream inspirationist because then I realize that I have the knack to help somebody find 
in their lives a solution and a strategy from what they already have to achieve the dreams that they want to have. And that's why we got to in the dream inspirationally. I love that. Cause I, I know that's how I became a writer. Know that I was a writer. It was based on my dreams when I was a kid. I used to dream up stories all the time, and, and it just... It, all of a sudden, I just realized, oh, I'm actually a writer because I'm dreaming of these dreams, and and so that actually kind of worked into a new career for me. So, I, I love right. that. I, I completely understand right. that. Right. Now, if yeah, you have any just, questions, I want to or, say it's not. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go no ahead. I just wanted to add that it's not just the imagination in terms of the daydreams, like the literal dreams that I had as well would also come to pass, similar to like mm-hmm. Joseph the dreamer in the Bible. Um, the, everything that Joseph's dream happened in his life, um, you may not yeah. understand all the dreams at the time. And so um, he was also able to interpret dreams because of how prevalent dreams were in his life. That's one of the gifts that God had given him. And so in my case, that's also one of the things, one of the gifts that God has given me as well. And so that's why my focus is there. And I wanted to draw people away from just the money because sometimes we become too money-focused and that's why we actually lose out because we're Mm. focusing too much on the money. But we need to have a balance of the spiritual, the physical, Mm -hmm. right, and the material. Absolutely. I'm going to ask you more about that because I know a lot of people – they have questions about the balance. But before I do that, I want to remind you that if mm-hmm. you have a question or comment, I'm sorry, for Roseanne or myself, please call 347-539-5372 and press 1 on your keypad. Let me know that you have a question. Or you can send me an email. The email is ready, open and ready to go. It's a Journey at gmail.com. And so as you, we are 41 minutes in, so I want to make sure that I I get to the book because you have some very interesting information in in that book. And your book um, called, and I'm going to find it in a second. My notes notes are messed up here. I apologize. There you go. Go ahead. Say it for me. From Pain pain. to Purpose, The Mm -hmm. Exodus. Thank you very much. The Importance of Pain in Discovering Our Purpose. I love that title. So I want to start with a title first because it's a very interesting uh-huh. title, From Pain to Purpose, The Exodus. Just that piece of uh-huh. it. Tell me about that part of it. Okay. That part of it is really about the journey that it takes for one to actually achieve their purpose. It's really a memoir of my life showing how in my life I recognize that the pain was an important part of me discovering my purpose. And this is what literally happened to me. Um, when you read the book, you will see I mentioned in one of, I think it's chapter 6 that or chapter 7, that the fact of me trying to survive all of the physical and emotional pain and mental trauma that I went through with the years of abuse growing up, um, domestic violence and stuff like that, the fact that I had so much pain and every time I tried to overcome the pain, what you will see is that every time I tried a solution, so reading was my escape, my father confiscated my books. Um, 
I love to play the piano. I play classical piano and I play the keyboard. My father said I played too loudly. Everything that I loved to do, that was a part of my passion, um, which is something that gave me a thrill to do, was confiscated from me or blocked from me in some way, shape, or form because of the religion that we were a part of and how arbitrary my father was in that state in believing, you know, the rigidity of this religion. And um, that is actually what drove me to keep looking for ways to try and escape the pain. Because imagine, there is no love, no hugs, no I love you, no affirmations, constant quarreling and bickering. Um, everything you do is reviewed negatively. Everything you try to do with, with a positive intention is taken the opposite way. And so when you're in such absolute pain, the only thing you want is a way out. And these are the things that let people do drugs and become alcoholics and become sex addicts and stuff like that. And then we wonder why the world is so when really some of us parents, not all, do not create an environment for, 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 for love and nurturing, which is what the home is meant to be. And right. so... In that process, for me, growing up from 0 to 23, um, I had to find a way out to keep myself normal. And that's the process that it was for me. In an effort to, at 17, having a mild nervous breakdown at 17, after my father had forced Valium pills down my throat, the doctor told him there was nothing wrong with me, he forced Valium pills down my throat at the age of 17. On top of all of the other abuse and near-death experiences and sicknesses that I'd had before this, um, I had basically given up. I was suicidal, and I decided that, you know what, there was no sense in living anymore because I didn't see the sense. After I was doing everything that they told me to do to try and be good and still get myself in a position where I'm having a mild breakdown, and the doctors are telling him that there is nothing wrong. The stress just needed to come out because all these years of stress bottled within me, turning to big men for love at 14 years old only to find out that they only wanted me for my body. Then at 17, the nervous breakdown was the catalyst. That was the catalyst for me saying, no, this is enough. This has to stop. I need to find out why do I exist on this earth. And in that process, that's when I discovered my purpose. Now, later on, when I left my father's home and I moved on with my life, I discovered that really I had moved from pain to purpose because on the quest, I discovered my purpose in searching. I went deeper into the Bible, deeper into prayer, and I also came upon Ian Lovanson's book in um, not her book, an article on her because she was doing a seminar here. You know Ian Lavanson from Fix My Life? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Right. So she was doing a, a, a seminar here in 2005, I think it was, and I read her article, and I don't know if you know, sometimes you read something and it just pulls at something in you. And um, oh, yes. that happened to me, and so I couldn't go to her event because of the church I was in. I was in a religious sex church that most would refer to as a cult. And um, she, I couldn't go to the event because of the religious um, guidelines and rules. But I said, I realized that she had written books. And so I went to the bookstore and I got her books. And her books helped to guide me on a path to really discover who I was. And I, there I discovered my purpose. 
And then that's where I got my freedom. And then I started to evolve into really who I was called to be. And um, so from pain to purpose is the journey that I went through to discover the purpose. And then the exodus now is the movement that has been created as a result of me sharing my story with the world. Because sharing my story, the best part of writing my story has been the joy that I've gotten from other people who have been released from hearing what I went through, how I overcome it, and from me encouraging Mm -hmm. them that if I went through all of this trauma and drama and I was folded in a fetal position between the ages of six to seven, punished regularly in this fetal position, locked in the cupboard with a key, I stand straight, I still look beautiful. If you see me, you will never know that I went through all of this. And I'm here today, then what do you have to complain about? Um, then it means that well, now you mentioned right. Yeah, now I want to go, go into that because um, this this was something that really I that jumped out at me in the book when you you talked about mm-hmm. how your your father after a beating put you in the cupboard, but there was something mm-hmm. interesting. He gave you candy, and I thought, how well, he odd, didn't give me know? candy. He didn't give oh, me candy. Okay, I thought that's what I read in the book that you. No, I got in punishment uh-huh. because I wanted candy, and I oh, when I didn't get candy. Okay, candy. I read it wrong. Right, so 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 that's okay. in um the chapter that says um I think that's chapter two, sweet tooth, yes, bitter yes. sweet moment. Um, right mm-hmm. in in that chapter, sweet tooth, bitter sweet moments. I'm talking about the fact that I had a sweet tooth. Um, oh yeah. And I would always want candy, and as a little child, if I didn't get candy, I would cry. Um, and not okay. just normal cry, but cried loudly, like ball cry. And um, mm-hmm. he would punish me. That was one of the things that caused me to be punished. And okay. so no matter what um, happened, if I cried for that sweetie and he heard that I was crying for the sweet, he would, mm-hmm. one of the, he would punish me for that. And what I refer to in that chapter is that I knew that crying for the sweet would get me into punishment in the cupboard, which was something that I dreaded. But I still always yeah. begged for sweets. Yeah. And so now in that chapter, I, I see the person. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, what something I, I want to read here because I thought... Chapter. Sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to read something very... Because I, I this is something else that stood out to me. It says, sometimes in our lives there are some things that we indulge in that we know will bring us pain, negativity, sickness, and pure junk, yes. physically and emotionally. Yes. Yet we still and continue exactly to indulge. And that's exactly how I close out that chapter. That's yes. exactly what I think. Then you encourage chapter. others, and then you, and then you you encourage other readers to stop it now. And I just that just stood out to me. I just had to read that. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Right. So that's it. Because most of the times we're destroying our own selves and we blame other people. And mm. I used to always blame my father, but in looking back for that particular instance, in some cases, yes, he was wrong. But for that particular instance, I should have known better. And I took that life lesson to mean that I need to always make sure that in my life, the things I do will benefit me and not destroy me. Because sometimes we are our own detriment. The reason we don't achieve what we want to achieve, we don't get to the place we need to get, we don't have the peace we need to have, is because of our indulgences. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Now, there's so much more I want to get to from the book, but um, I just want to – I have to jump ahead because we are halfway through the show. There's so many more questions I want to ask you, but I'm going to go right to um, – in Chapter 6, we talk about the meltdown. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, when they think when you have a meltdown, it's like one of the worst things ever. But you wrote, mm-hmm. and I quote, God has blessed me with a beautiful gift of visionary prophecy, and I thank God for the, the gift of an emotional meltdown. So you have to talk mm-hmm. about that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Why I say I thank God for the gift? Because if the meltdown didn't happen, I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't have found my truth. I wouldn't have discovered my purpose. And I wouldn't have understood my call in life, my divine call. Because the meltdown pushed me to try to find a higher level to the answer, a higher level answer to my problems. Now, one of the things I talk about in the meltdown is that nobody could answer the questions that I had. I had some really deep questions. Um, I would read the Bible. I would pray. But I knew that there was something that I wasn't being told. I don't know how I knew. I guess you could call it divine intuition. I knew that there was something else that that wasn't making sense, like the pieces of the puzzle weren't fitting together. And so Mm. if I didn't have a meltdown, because what the meltdown made me realize, I sat in the psychiatrist's office, and he questioned me separately from my parents. And um, I remember him saying to me, because one of the things that my father told me that broke me with with the breakdown was he told me that God would never listen to me because I was disobedient to my parents. And I was trying my best to be obedient to them, but then they were always hurting me. Um, And I remember my father saying that God is not going to listen to me, and I was falling asleep on my knees at night, crying. I would wake up 2 o'clock in the morning, praying and crying, and fall asleep on my knees, wake up a couple hours later in the same position, praying and crying about my situation. And I remember the doctor saying to me, who told your father that God will not listen to you? How does he know that? And Mm -hmm. I remember him also telling them in my presence that I was a perfectly normal teenager and that what happened to me was as a result of the years of abuse bottled in and not having anybody to talk to or confide in and stuff like that, No, no, no release for the pressure and the stress. And I remember going home after that and my father still telling me after the doctor's, um, what's the word, after the doctor's um, prognosis that I could live a normal life, still telling Mm -hmm. me that I was mentally ill, that I was mad. My brothers and sisters were told that I was mad. I was made to feel that I was mad and would be mad, mentally ill for the rest of my life, that I was not normal that something was and will be always wrong with me. And I questioned that. And questioning that is what made me go on the search. Why would the doctor say I am okay and this can be a one-off situation that will never happen again, which to this day has never happened again? And why would the doctor say that but my father still insists and have the rest of my family believing that it was something else? And so that's what made me decide that, you know what, I will not be listening to what my father has to say. 
or anybody else mm-hmm. for that matter. I need to hear from somebody else, from some higher being. There must be something else that says that I should exist because if this is the reason, then I cannot live life like this. And yeah. so this is why I say in the meltdown, I thank God for this because I call this my cataclysmic moments at 17 years old when I had that breakdown because it led me to discover my purpose. Even though I strayed away from my purpose for eight years before writing this book and releasing this story publicly, I still had to come back to it. And no matter what happens to me in life, I have to come back to it because the purpose is really why God created us, what is everything on this, work, um, on this earth has a purpose, right? The chair has a purpose, yes. the computer has a purpose, the sky, the sun, Absolutely. the sea, the rain has a purpose, Jamaica has a purpose, and a big first world country like the United States or the Australia or somewhere has a purpose. Yeah. We human beings must come to the fact that of the realization that we also have a divine unique purpose. So Anika has a purpose, Roseanne has a purpose, and because we all have a purpose, until we tune into what that purpose and where we fit in the sphere of the cycle of life, we'll never truly be at peace or live in true wealth, abundance, and balance. We'll always have it lopsided. And that's the yeah. reason why I say I value that cataclysmic moment in my life of having the breakdown because it led me on a quest of a search for truth that gave me peace and freedom that I will never regret to this day. Wow. Now, you have an upcoming book signing tour coming up. Well, at book signing. I'm not sure if you're going to go on a tour after that, but tell us about the book signing that's coming up. Right. So I have um, some book signings here in Jamaica at um, two of the bookstores that carry my books um, at Kingston Bookshop. Um, stores island where I carry my books and I'm having book signings and book talks at two of the stores this week Thursday um, April 20 so for those of you who will be in Jamaica this week and um, at the spring store Kingston Bookshop store April 20 at 2 to 4 p.m. I'm going to be there so persons can meet and greet me um, and get, you know, my first-hand experience of the book, some of what I've shared here, and get their book autographed if they got a copy already. If they didn't get a copy already, they can come in, get a copy, get it autographed, meet me, get their photo ops done, get some free giveaways and stuff like that. So I'll be at the Spring Store on Thursday at 2 to 4 p.m., and I'll be at the Ligony Store at the same time, 2 to 4 p.m. on Friday, the 21st of April. And there are going to be, so it, this is the start of tours indeed, because I'm going to tour this book around the world. Um, so we're starting Excellent. off in Jamaica, but I'm going to be going to other countries around the world, and the announcements will come out as we finalize those, um, maybe later in 2017 and starting 2018. Excellent, excellent. I will be definitely keep in contact with you, make sure that we get that information on the social media. And now you're sure. also Sure, and it's on Amazon so, as well for those who want to grab a copy. Oh, yes. The book is available on Amazon and Books a Million and stuff like that. So the book is available worldwide for those who won't be Absolutely. in Jamaica. Absolutely, yes. That's how I got mine. It's Amazon.com, and it's available in print. And um, I, also, I, got it, I got it on Kindle. So there you go. Yay! And, um, Thank you for the yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And I should and, let people and, know as well that there is mm-hmm. an upcoming workbook to match it. 
So okay. the life for it takes you on a journey to show you why pain is important in our purpose and that, you know, nothing is really wrong with pain. We just need to sit through the lessons that we need to get help. Mm-hmm. But the workbook, which is going to be released shortly, um, is and it's available for pre-order now, the workbook okay. is a um, companion book to From Pain to Purpose to Exodus called The Purpose Call, and the purpose call is going to give you the step-by-step guide to discovering and activating your purpose. So in there, I'm going to go in more detail in the strategies that I use to discover my purpose and that I also use to help my clients discover their purpose and actually activate it to start creating wealth from their purpose. Now, is this, is this workbook going to be on Amazon as well? Yes, it will be on Amazon. Right now it's available for pre-order. Um, you can get the links to my social media profiles and, and websites. Um, so if they just want to go to facebook.com forward slash Inc or Roseanne Reed, they should be able to find the post on social media with the pre-release campaign. So now it's available for pre-order. Okay, excellent. And my, my, uh, my listeners always know I love to be, have everything um, ready and available, so you can you can go to my Facebook page at facebook.com slash journey into passion with me, KS, and also find the links as well. So there you go. You you, you have no, no reason not to find this information. And so now, um, as, I was saying, <laughs> as I was saying before, you are a speaker, and I want everybody to know about your speaking engagement tomorrow. Okay, so tomorrow is the official book launch of one of my clients, Maria Hamilton. Um, So one of the things I do is to help her, as I said, help persons birth and monetize their dreams. So Ms. Hamilton is one of my clients who I'm helping to become a best-selling author. And her book launch of her newest book, Dynamism in Poetry, is being hosted tomorrow. It's called Dynamism in Poetry, Live Your Dream. So you can go to mariahamilton.net um, and you will find out about it. I will be speaking at the PCJ Auditorium. I'll be the motivational speaker for her event. And the author carries us through um, poetry to look at the situations that we deal with in life, such as love, a broken heart, success, um, dealing with the challenges and obstacles of achieving our dreams. Through poetry, she takes us on a thrilling ride to help uh-huh. us achieve our dreams and live as purpose-driven individuals. And so I am happy to be able to support her tomorrow, and we are excited and looking about that. Um, if persons go to mariahamilton.net, they can click and register for the event, and they will be able to see me there as well. Excellent. Now, as a speaker, you're also available for conferences, graduation ceremonies, retreats, workshops, training forums, so many different things. And so how can somebody book you for for a speaking engagement? Okay, so book me for a speaking. Sorry about that. I'm so sorry. one One of the things that happens, listeners, I beg your pardon, is that I'm a mother of Two, and so sometimes <laughs> work. Today's a public holiday here in Jamaica. It's Easter Monday, and so there. Yeah. So sometimes what happens in our lives. So I apologize for the background noise. <laughs> um, so right, this is what happens in pursuing our purpose when we are mothers and wives. Um, okay. Right. 
<laughs> so, hold on one second, one moment. Okay. All right. Yes, and so the last question, if you're just tuning in, what I asked is about uh, speaking engagements because she, uh, Roseanne, is a speaker, and she is available for many different things, including conferences and graduation seminars, as I, as I said, and so she will be sharing with us how that um, you can book her for a speaking engagement. And so I think she's back. And so you're going to share with us how we can book you for a speaking engagement? Okay, so... To book me for a speaking engagement, you can head on over to my Facebook page at Be Free Inc., B-E-E-F-R-E-E-I-N-C, and just send us a message through that page to book with us. Let us know that you're interested in the speaking engagement, and we will send you through to our questionnaire to find out you know, what type of speaking engagement you have and how we can serve you, um, what it is that you want to achieve for your event, and um, what you would require, and then we'll look at what we can deliver. And another way that um, we can also see you, I've seen you on some. Not just local. Oh, okay. It is international. Excellent. Okay, good. good. Right. And so yeah. I've also seen some, you've had some YouTube videos. Uh saw one um, setting up yeah. a secure business structure. Um, it mm-hmm. is uh, one of them that I saw. And so what kind of YouTube videos can we expect from you? Well, okay, similar to how my business is structured, focusing on lifestyle, business, balance, and creating wealth from our dreams. Um, So my YouTube videos range from focusing on lifestyle, business, or dreams, purpose, and stuff like that. So basically, the similar things to what you have in my business, and the Dreamers Marketplace is also a group that I have that is free, which you can look up on Facebook. Um, you can come and join us in the group there as well. And so as I coach purpose-driven individuals to birth and monetize their dreams and consult with existing businesses and startups to create and implement growth strategies, I have made available forums that are free um, to the public so that they can get some of the nuggets that I share from time to time through YouTube and Facebook Lives is what I do as well on my Facebook page at Roseanne Reed, and also um, through the Dreamers Marketplace. So in the Dreamers Marketplace, I'm live weekly. We have guests weekly who come on from time to time as well, and we have themed days in the Dreamers Marketplace, giving an opportunity to advertise your business, to get help as you work on your dreams, create your legacies and your dynasties, so I have made these forums available to let persons be able to build their dreams without having to think about, you know, getting a big lump sum of money all at once. So, yes, there are mm-hmm. some tools and strategies that you can get before you have to hire me as your coach or your business consultant. Um, because I believe that, you know, the scripture that says that we have been all given our gifts for the edification of the church, sorry about that, sip of the tongue, <laughs> is that really we are called to edify the world. And so this is my way to give back to persons um, through my YouTube channel and the Dreamers Marketplace and social media profiles where I share tips and nuggets and stuff in how we can achieve our dreams. It's possible. It is possible. I just need somebody to know that the dream is possible. I don't care how difficult your situation looks right now. 
I don't know who this is for that is listening, but this just the spirit's just saying to me just to let somebody know that it doesn't matter how difficult your situation is, your dream is possible. It sounds stupid to those people who are around you because they see you as nothing, but God sees you as a king or a queen, and he knows the, the sky, the high limits of potential that he has planted in you. That seed of purpose that he has planted in you is there for a reason. And so don't let anybody else tell you that it cannot happen. It can and it will. What I am doing now was one day just a dream, okay? It was one day just a dream. When I started to read books like Scam Grow Rich, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, Ian Lovanson's books, listen to Oprah Winfrey, um, watch Tyler Perry's videos. When I started to do these things and see myself as somebody using my story to empower the world, I never knew I would reach to the heights that I am at now. And they told me I was stupid. They told me it couldn't be done. They told me nobody would listen to me. They told me nobody would hire me. When I left my father's home and walked out for a better life because God said time, it's time to go, enough is enough, my sister told me nobody would hire me. I was hired one month later. So whoever is listening right now that thinks your situation is impossible, I don't care if you're a prostitute, I don't care if you are raped, I don't care what situation you are in. I don't care if they just repossessed your car. I don't care if your husband or your wife just left you. Whatever situation you are in, it's possible for you to come out. But you have to believe. You have to believe that there is better. You have to believe in the dream and know that the dream is possible for you. Awesome. 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 I love that. Two things I wanted to mention right now is that this big part of the show is support, and another big part of the show is showing people that things are possible, and you beautifully tackle both of those, and I love that. Thank you very much. Now, we are down to the last 14 minutes of the show. Yes, and so I want to get into balance because I know that's a big question. How do you balance it all? Okay, big part of the question and a big challenge, okay? Um, because I am in ministry, I am a mother, I'm a wife, I have two young children, um, under seven, um, and so balance is a challenge because we have limited time, and especially with the advent of the internet and the media, there is so much pulling for our attention. And the struggle for survival is real. Um, We're no longer in the days where it was just about the basic farming and stuff like that. And so sometimes it can make life harder because if you don't have money, then you can't do anything in the world because there is no bartering. There is no exchanging anything or, you know, probably... Lying on, relying on somebody else to be able to give you some ears of their corn to help you to eat. You need to have money to buy what you need to do, um, to buy what you need to eat or, what, or to take care of whatever you need to do. And so balance is the biggest challenge because, because of how money has been introduced to the world and the systems of this world, what happens is that we start focusing on the money rather than the spiritual and the physical aspect on just getting up and going to work. I have to get up. I have to get to work. 
Now, don't get me wrong. Going to work early, nothing is wrong with that. But the truth is that it becomes so much about going to work and earning the money that I lose myself in the process. I become burned out. I don't eat properly. I eat junk food because I'm on the go. I don't take the time to prepare healthy meals. Um, And sometimes the healthy meals don't take a lot of time. It's just basically um, shredding some lettuce, slicing some tomatoes, prepping, washing some apples or so, and putting them aside to eat. Sometimes it may be you don't have time to cook, but it's grabbing an apple and a banana and having that as a part of your meal throughout the day and not just going to McDonald's or Burger King um, to sit down and have fast food. And so really what happens is that in the drive for money, we forget that we need to focus on being healthy. That's why so many people having cancers and things like these because we have lost the focus of being healthy, of letting there be balance. So, yes, if I'm going to eat French fries today, then I need to eat baked potatoes tomorrow, right? Because guess what? Not eating healthy and not being in balance affects my mind. I cannot produce quality services for my clients if I am not healthy. If my body is not healthy, the body the body is made up of several different parts, and they all have to work together to serve us so that we can execute our purposes. No, if my body is not healthy, I will be sick all the time. My children won't have their mother. My husband won't be able to get access to his wife because she's, and I found myself in this situation. This is why I'm saying this. I found myself sick in bed, unable to move because I was burned out, because of not eating properly, because of not resting enough because of not taking any time for myself, but focusing on everybody else, not taking any time to make sure that my own body and mind recuperated. Um, and so this is one of the things that's important, because what good is a sick body lying in bed to anybody? Right. I couldn't talk right. to you on this radio show today, right? right. Um, right. I couldn't right. go in church and preach and minister and pray for you and deliver your I couldn't do a business consultancy package and help you to revamp your business or help you to let your book become a bestseller or anything like that if I wasn't healthy. Because then when I'm sick, my brain can't function as the way it needs to function. Um, And so also it comes back to being connected to yourself, to the truth of who you are, of who God created you to be, and what your purpose is. And that's another thing about balance. Is is knowing who you are. One of the first things I have a free um, ebook called um, Five Tips to Maintaining Balance in Your Life. And one of the first mm-hmm. things I encourage people to do is to get reconnected with themselves, because mm-hmm. I become who the world wants me to be. I become who my friend wants me to be, who the TV says I should be, and not who. I was created to be. And so because I don't become who I was created to be, I fall out of sync. And it affects my mental being. So I am not able to operate at my highest potential. I notice that's one of the things I encourage persons to do, to operate at the highest potential. If you're not in balance, if you're following what everybody else says you should do, you can't operate at your highest potential. Wow, we're going to have to end that part there because we are down to the last eight minutes and 23 seconds of the show. 
but I don't want that to, to go by. You have a free ebook. Um, say the name of it again, Five Tips. To maintain in a balanced lifestyle. Okay. Um, for persons sure who that want that, to get it, that. they can go to the same link that you have on your page and just message okay. us with the name of the ebook, and we'll give them the information to get it. Okay, excellent. I want to make sure that that gets right. out there. Right, five tips now, to maintain in a balanced lifestyle. Excellent, excellent. Now, before we end our conversation, because we're coming down the last few minutes, this this hour goes by so fast. I want to ask you: You've done so much. Are there anything other things that you desire to do? Yes, ma'am. Um, I actually want to get back into acting. It's okay. something that I did as a teenager in high school, and so I want to get back into acting. Um, later on, maybe later this okay. year or early next year. Yeah, that's that's another okay. dream of mine that I want to start back doing because I was always lead actress in all of these plays that I did in high school, and I'm very good at it, and it's something that I thoroughly enjoy. So I want to get back okay. there and play, get more time to play the piano. <laughs> oh, you play the piano too? Okay. All right. Yeah, and then I more. So I hope my reach as a motivational speaker will expand, that I'm able to touch more lives that speak around the world. So those are the three things that right now is at the top of my bucket list to achieve for my next set of dreams. Excellent, excellent. And now, of course, you know the show is called Journey into Passion. And so what is your definition of passion? Okay, my definition of passion is what gives me a thrill in my soul, in my being? Oh, I love that. What lights me on fire? So passion is the thing or the things, because it can be more than one, that mm-hmm. lights my soul, thrills my soul rather, and sets me on fire. Hmm. Okay. On fire. Okay. I've got my quote for the day. Excellent. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and it has been a pleasure. Absolutely. Now, we are down to the last five minutes. Before you go, any final thoughts? Um, no, I just know that you have been very thorough. I have been on, interviewed on other radio shows and TV shows, and I know that you really did a very serious background check, so I would like to commend you. Because, oh, <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people don't go to the trouble. They don't go to the trouble to really, you know, thoroughly check out who they're interviewing. I realize you have really done a good job. And so in parting, I would like to say to you congratulations, and I highly recommend you. Wish you all the best Thank for you. the future. Right. Thank and you. um, And I just want to say to the listeners, do not lose sight of your dreams. Um, the sky is the limit and that there is power to generate wealth from your dreams. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you so much. You have an amazing day. I will be calling you after the show because we will talk some more, okay? Okay, no problem. Thank you. It has been a pleasure, Anika. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, you have heard an amazing conversation, and I know I'm going to have her back because this has just been an incredible hour with Roseanne Reed. And she is the self-proclaimed, and, and now I am thoroughly convinced, 
Dream Inspirationalist on this show, Journey the Passion with Anika S. on Everyday Folks Radio. I hope, like me, you have been inspired today because I have definitely been inspired. This has been a very inspiring conversation, and I'd like to know that you've been inspired. So please post your comments on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash journey into passion with an EKS. I would love to hear from you. And, of course, you know you can go to my blog at anikmadison.com. To catch up on all things Everyday Folks Radio, go to BJ Speak at, at um, all the shows like BJ Speaks and the Ladies of Keeping Up With K-Pop. Go to www.blogtalkradio.com slash everydayfolksradio. To my Georgia listeners, please get out to the polls tomorrow and make your choice for the 6th Congressional District election. If you're not happy with things, the way things are going now, now is your chance. Get out to the polls, make, yourself, make your voice heard, and send a message to Congress. Just get out and vote. I really hope that you do that. Now, this Saturday, April 22nd at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will hear my conversation with author and speaker Paul Lamar Hunter, who wrote No Love, No Charity, The Success of the 19th Child. This work has catapulted this new author to incredible new heights with local and national television and radio show, in, radio show appearances. You don't want to miss this incredible story. My final thought comes from one of my Facebook pages, Facebook page posts, and it is this. The greatest inspiration can come from the smallest moments in your life, so don't be too quick to dismiss them. Sometimes inspiration can, prevent it, can present itself in a quick instance, make sure you are paying attention. As always, you can see the, the show lineup on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash journey into passion with an EKS. You can also hear the quote of the day from, um, read the, the quote of the day from Roseanne. I have it here. I am going to post it as well. Um, you can see my inspirational post and more about the show and me at, on my Facebook page and my blog, and nikmadison.com, and don't don't just um, know that you don't 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 know that know that you can uh, communicate with me more more than just the show, because I do have my email at nikpassionjourney at gmail.com, and so I want to make sure that I encourage you to go ahead and send me emails or or post on my page because I just want to hear from you. I want to hear from you at any time about the show about the content of the show, about the guests. And if you have any questions for the guests after the show, I will make sure that they get to them. So please, go ahead and post them. And another thing I want to say before I wrap things up, um, most, of my, most, of my, most of my listeners know that um, one of the things that I have personally been dealing with is um, the fact that, I apologize, that I have had some issues with my speech, some neurological issues and some speech issues. And you probably hear it throughout the show. But one of the things that I promised myself I was not going to do was to not be on the radio because of that, because there's more to it than just speaking on the air, right? It's the message. It's the people like the amazing Roseanne that come on and inspire you and encourage you and give you great information that will help you in your life. That's the point of the show. And I've been hearing from, from you and I've been hearing from um, many other people that they actually, they're getting that. 
And so for me, that's, that's the most important thing, that you are getting the encouragement and the inspiration and the tools that you need to help you. So I'm going to stick with it, and I hope you stick with me too. Have a great and successful week, and I wish you great success on your journey towards your passions.